So good morning, everyone. Welcome to Daily Devotions. My name is Lloyd, and this morning I want to share a message with you on the topic that we started speaking about during the 6 p.m. service on Sunday, uh, and that's the topic of steadfastness. Uh, Pastor George uh, shared a message as we started this brand new series um, on this topic of steadfastness that I thought was really powerful and really timely for where we found ourselves um, as a society. And I personally really enjoy this topic and find it quite important for two main reasons um, in terms of growth in our spiritual journeys. And the first, the first one is that because we live in a world that is constantly throwing around the idea that, you know, you shouldn't be tied down by anything. You know, you, sh- you need to be free to make your own decisions and just follow your feelings in any sort of given moment. Kind of do whatever, whatever seems right to you in that moment, you know. Um, and so steadfastness seems quite counterculture, doesn't it, in a world that's, that's sort of sending this message. It's quite unpopular, in fact, in some, in some cases. Because steadfastness, on the other hand, what the world might say, says, even if there are a myriad of other things I could be doing right now, other options available to me, I have committed to and will remain faithful in this thing that I value most. Because of this, because the steadfast love that I have received um, is, is, is something that I have received from God first. So I haven't received this from anything in, in, in the world. I've received it from God. And so despite what the world says I should do, I'm going to remain steadfast in what God says I should do. And even if my feelings, my own feelings are saying one thing, my faith says another thing. And that is what I'm going to be committed to spiritually. And I think that's a really powerful principle. Um, I mean, when it comes to the faith versus feelings, the Bible answers that very clearly, doesn't it? In Proverbs 3, verse 6, where it says, Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. <laughs> in all your ways, acknowledge him and he shall direct your paths. I mean, that's, that's, that's pretty straightforward, right? Um, that's how you determine your outcomes. It's by placing God at the center of every decision, despite how you might be feeling on a particular day. And so that's the first reason why I really like this topic. And the second reason is that, as Pastor George mentioned on Sunday, it's actually very easy to practice. Steadfastness is something that you can practice. It's, it's, it's about being immovable in certain things. And you can develop a Christ-like character by practicing being immovable. I love it. It's very easy to attain. And I'm convinced that one of the best remedies in life to combat and guard against things like indifference, uh, pride, or selfishness in our spiritual journeys is by simply practicing the art of steadfastness in things that are fully attainable, easy to do. Things like attending church, things like giving, serving. These are all great antidotes to the unhealthy distractions and the sin that sometimes weighs us down. That's what Hebrews 12 uh, verse 1 says, right? Let's Let's throw away the weight of sin that so easily ensnares us and entangles us. Because when we practice those things, when we are committed to being immovable in them, when they become part of our natural rhythms and our value system in life, we don't have time to fall victim to the other distractions that are out there. You know, because we're so busy doing the right thing that suddenly the other distractions don't seem as big. And when we focus on what is healthy and good for us, we actually end up living in the rewards of that kind of living. And there's a few verses that will speak about that. I'm going to share one, one of them from James chapter 1 just now. But but for our our devotion this morning, I wanted to pick up one or two thoughts from that evening message and just share a few few of them around this topic of of steadfastness with you. And I started looking at a whole bunch of different verses that that speak about this this topic. And the one that I I want to read for us this morning is is, is from James. 
which I was sharing about just now. It's from James 1, verses 16. And thanks, Tracy. I see you've, um, you, you shared a really powerful one from Hosea 6, verse 6 as well. That's one of the verses that actually came up for me too. But this is what James 1, verses 16 says. It says, Blessed is the man or woman who remains steadfast under trial. For when he has stood the test, when he has stood the test, he will receive the crown of life, which God has promised to those who love him. Man, I love that verse so, so much. It's talking about how when we face trials or temptations of various kinds, if we are steadfast and immovable in our convictions, based on our love for God, we will receive a crown of life from him. Man, I love that so much. Talk about a powerful promise and a reason, a motivation for for why we should be steadfast in our faith, right? There it is right there. I mean, that's a really, really powerful promise that James is giving us. And so a couple of things to share with you on this verse that relate to the idea of of practicing steadfastness to guard against certain things and then the rewards of doing so. Well, two sort of instances, two sort of um, ideas that that we could that we could take as as an encouragement this morning. Thank you so much, everyone, for for sharing the verses and for and for saying hello. Really do um, appreciate that. So, firstly, two kinds of things to to guard against through the power of practicing steadfastness. The first one we guard against disconnection by being steadfast in community. This is a big one, isn't it? And I'm sure we all know of someone, or perhaps even ourselves, who've battled with disconnection at some stage, disconnection from God, disconnection from the church, from people through some offense or hurt that took place. And especially so, I guess, during the recent pandemic, you know, where we were forced to kind of socially distance ourselves from one another. We talk about disconnection. And, you know, despite the, despite the, the trials that we sometimes face, I'm so grateful to God that he has always committed to being in community with me. He has never left. God has always been committed to living in community with me through the Holy Spirit. And his word is full of encouragement for me to remain steadfast in my commitment to being in community with him, despite the trials that sometimes we might face. You know, and the truth is a trial of some kind, in a trial of some kind rather, we tend to run away from the thing that we actually need the most, right? You know, it's like something happens and we suddenly feel, oh, you know what, I'm, I'm out of this church thing or I'm out of this relationship or yeah, I don't know where God is. I can't feel him right now. Look at this thing that's happening. We turn away from the thing that we actually need the most. And I'm convinced that we guard against that kind of disconnection when we remain steadfast and committed to community. Look at Hebrews 10 verse 24 to 25. It's a well-known verse. It says, and let us consider how to stir up one another to love and good works. How can we encourage? How can we motivate each other towards these good things? Not neglecting to meet together. Don't forget about the power of gathering together, excuse me, as a community, but encouraging one another and all the more as you see the day approaching. I love that verse. So point number one is we guard against disconnection by by being steadfast in community. And then secondly, we guard against selfishness by being steadfast in generosity. We guard against selfishness by being steadfast, immovable in a life of generosity. And you know, sometimes selfishness creeps in in small ways, doesn't it? It's, you know, we might not even notice it at first, but over time we can develop these really deep-rooted tendencies in our souls towards selfishness, you know, the self-preservation thing. Well, we have a great remedy for this when we live a steadfast life of generosity. 
not just in resources, but generosity in relationships, in kindness, in serving others, in mercy, in our time, in helping those in need. You know, this is a great way of ensuring that we remain active and activated in our faith and protect ourselves against any form of selfishness and self-seeking mindset that may distract us from the goal of glorifying God in all we do. And again, there's a wonderful promise from Proverbs 11, 24. It says this, one gives freely, yet grows all the richer. Someone gives away, yet grows all the richer. Another withholds what he should give and only suffers want. Man, that is so powerful. Whoever brings blessing will be enriched and the one who waters will himself be watered. Man, that is such a powerful promise for us today to live this life, to acknowledge the power of living in generosity. You know, and I love the fact that God would afford us the opportunity here on earth to practice taking care of the treasures that are his. It's so beautiful for me that God would, would give us the opportunity to practice taking care of the treasures that are his. You see, because everything comes from God. Everything's from him. And so when it comes to living a life of generosity, it's easy to give away and bless others with something that doesn't belong to you. I'm just looking after this thing, right? I'm just a steward of my time, my resources, my kindness, my mercy. There's so much that we have received from God and it's in fact all from Him and it's all for Him also. And so let's remain steadfast in our living a life of generosity from the abundance of the good things that we have received from God. There's so much power in this idea, isn't there? That we guard against selfishness by being steadfast, immovable in generosity. So I hope that encouraged you guys this morning and it's given you two things to think about in terms of this, this conversation of steadfastness. And the first thing is that we can really guard against this connection when we are steadfast in community and we guard against selfishness by being steadfast in generosity. So I hope that was encouraging to you uh, this, this morning. And I'm going to just close for us in a word of prayer before we head on out with the rest of our with the rest of our day. So let's just pray together this morning, Father's house. Lord, thank you so much for the power of your word. Um, those promises that you've given us that in the scriptures that we've just read, Lord, are so powerful. They are so meaningful. And thank you that you invite us to, to, to live this life, Father, this life of steadfastness, this life of generosity and, and community, Lord, these, these, these precious gifts that you have given us all coming down from the Father of the heavenly lights, as James says, who doesn't change like the shifting shadows. Lord, you, you are steadfast. You are immovable in your love towards us. And we thank you that as we apprehend that, as we receive that, we can also be steadfast and immovable in our love and affection for you and for others. Jesus, thank you that this is attainable. Thank you that um, you are on our side and it's your grace that is opening the door and making this way possible for us to live a life of steadfast commitment to you. Lord, thank you that as we do this, we can grow in our faith when we learn to prioritize things according to your word, prioritize things according to a Christ-like character on the inside of us. Thank you, Father, we will experience strength and growth and uh, uh, maturity as we, as we do this. And uh, we just really do co uh, commit again, Father, to, to following in your foot footsteps, trusting in, in you, Father, not in our own understanding, but in you. Thank you that you are for us, Lord. You have given us everything we need and you're so faithful. You're so trustworthy. And this is, this is not a difficult choice for us, Father, because you are worth it, Lord. You are absolutely worth it. You are everything we need and so much more. And so we just honor you for this time this morning. Lord, we thank you again for your word that's ministered to us. And we pray that you would bless us now as we go. And in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. 